What is going on? Episode 41 of the Media Captain Podcast. I'm Stephanie Parks. And I am her brother, Jason Parks. We have a great topic today that we're really excited about. Today we are going to be talking about great advertising copy. Last week in episode 40, we talked about driving traffic to your website. So that podcast leads in perfectly to this podcast because we hit a lot on paid ads in episode 40. And today we're going to talk about how to make sure those ads have great copy. Well, you must be laser focused because normally like you'll <laughs> deviate a little before going into the topic and today no, you just like... I'm on track. Here you we just, go. You just went right into I it. I went holy, right into holy it. Holy shit. <laughs> I knew if I didn't swoop in and get my chance, you would take the first opening paragraph. So No, I normally like you know, I'm normally excited to get right into the topic and you'll like kind of <laughs> deviate you're, you're a right, little bit. You're and, right. You just... Um, Turning over a new leaf with episode 41. You just grabbed the bull by the horns there. <laughs> yep. So, um, well, yeah, Steph alluded to the fact that in episode 40, we talked about driving traffic to your site. If you've listened to other episodes about our story, and just to reiterate, um, you know, we have an e-commerce company, Durham Warehouse. Steph runs the day-to-day operations of that. Um, we founded the Media Captain, our digital agency that works with hundreds of, of businesses. Um, we founded that 10 years ago. So... We've driven a lot of traffic to our site. We've generated a lot of leads and a lot of sales through paid advertisements. And, and we we've just, written a lot of ads. We've written a lot of ads. And um, we just were kind of like, let's let's share with our audience how to write great ad copy um, so they could start driving more leads uh, and yeah, get, get a little more in the weeds on, on certain topics. So. And, and this is really important because if you're gonna be, if you're planning on spending money on advertising, to drive that traffic to your site, which you should, you want to make sure what you're saying in your ads is is really great so you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. And what I find really interesting about uh, PPC copy is that you don't have to be like the best writer in the world. You don't have to have a journalism background. Like there's a lot of rules that you have to follow um, that will make your advertisements perform great. And let's just say if you hire a, a, a writer to write PPC copy, it's a different ballgame, folks, so we're going to... I think more important than being a good writer is knowing your business and knowing your customers. And if you if you have those two things, that's really the, the key to writing great ad copy. Yeah, and I mean, it's the advertisement <laughs> is what people are seeing when they go to Google, right? And for Durham Warehouse, Durham Warehouse is spending over $60,000 a month on advertisements. A lot of money. A lot of money, and if it was shitty copy, it would be a waste of a lot of money. So... Um, we just put a lot of emphasis on it because it's um, it's what people it's what people see. Yeah, and and for Durham Warehouse, we have hundreds and hundreds of ads that are running, and we've found some things that work great, and we use it over and over again. So you know, you also don't have to be writing crazy original content for every single ad that you put out there. Find what works and use that and. And that's you know that will save you a lot of time. Yeah. So let's um, in just again, you do a Google search for uh, uh, something like Glytone Mild Gel Cleanser, which is a popular product for us. Um, and you scroll down on Google. Some people notice the ads. Other people don't notice the ads. Next to at the very top of Google, it will say very small. It will say ad. It's very small. It's small, and they've changed the color. Now it's black. Um, <laughs> what's super interesting is that on the agency side of things. Uh, we talk with a lot of clients that are like, I would never click. I never click on paid ads. Nobody clicks on those ads. And I'm like, uh, people do click on the ads. Um, yeah, they, they do. I actually try very hard 
when I Google things to not click on the ads and go scroll down to the business and find their actual listing and click on that instead so I don't cost them money. Um, Unless it's a competitor. No. Yeah. But the, the thing is, though, is that there's other... So you have that... People in, in ingrained in their minds, they know that like there's a lot of people who have more trustworthiness in the organic listings. There's other people that don't know the difference between a paid ad and an organic and, listing. And people just want to find what they want to find and they want to find it fast. So when they're looking at Google, when they're typing something in and you see the first thing there, it's probably pretty relevant. It probably is what you're searching for. Yeah. But for anybody out there that thinks people don't click on the ads, you're wrong in that yeah. instance. And by the way, Google You're wrong. Google generates 96% of its revenue, um, and I'm 95% sure on this stat. Uh, they generate 96% of their revenue or some absurd amount um, based off of pay-per-click ads. So you think of all of the other initiatives that Google has going on, driverless cars and um, you know just every other initiative that, that's taking place. Of all the things, that's what you think of, driverless cars. Well, I'm trying to think of what, <laughs> I mean, I just am so involved in, in Google that I think pay-per-click ads, but they have they have a ton of different yeah, business ventures. Yeah, I know, ventures. it's just interesting that that was the one that you said. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, that this, that is their main money driver. That is where their revenue comes from. Um, and so we're gonna dive into it. So Steph, what does a Google advertisement look like? Just kind of explain the structure. Sure, so there are, within a Google ad, you have three headlines which show up at the very top. They're usually like in a different color than the rest of the ads in blue, or if you've clicked on it already, purple. Um, you can have 30 characters for each of those headlines and they show up with a little line in between each of them. What's that I, line I called? I don't know if they're different colors. I think it's a different color. Like, it's a hyperlink. Yeah, Kevin's behind the camera, and he knows PPC damn well. He's and, like, is it? And I don't think it's a different color, but... I thought it was like a hyperlink color. I don't know. I'll have to look on the color, okay, but... Okay, wow, way to call me out right off the bat. Well, okay, you know, I just... Whatever, maybe they're not a different color, but it's it's a headline. It's bigger. Um, Kevin's checking it out right now, so we'll know. Thumbs up if I'm right, thumbs down if I'm wrong, and we'll get back to you in a few seconds. Uh, and underneath the headlines, you have two lines for descriptions, which each have 90 characters. So um, first tip is you want to use as much of that, of those characters, as many of those characters as you can. You know, use the space that they're giving you to write, fill in your copy. Yeah. I always say like there's ads that when we take over PPC accounts, I'll look at past ads and like they're missing a you know, description two. And I always say that's the equivalent of NBC giving you 30 seconds for a commercial and you just giving them a 15 second spot. Like utilize. Yeah, use, use your space. Use your space. And you shouldn't have any issue using your space. Like I've never heard somebody say that like Google's giving me too much real estate. So. You know what's the best when you're typing in, when you have this perfect headline or description in mind and you oh. type it in and it's the exact character limit, you're just like, Yes. Yeah. When this you, was meant to be. Oh yeah. When you get like twenty, when you have like a great headline, and then you're just typing it out, and it's like twenty nine out of thirty. It's Guess just what, like, folks? I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin has just confirmed. Really? That, God. Gosh. I know. I know Google what, PPC what, so well. What, what's the color, Kevin? It's blue, it's like and if you've clicked on it, it's purple. Yeah. Ah. Like Patting myself on the yeah. back right now. Okay. Like normal, Stephanie's right. I'm wrong. Thank okay. you, Kevin. Proceed. Proceed. Okay. So uh, something else that you can do in Google Ads is you can add extensions. And you, you should definitely do this. You should utilize these. Again, utilize whatever they're giving you. Um, there are site link extensions, extensions called extensions. 
location, call, and deals. So these are all different things. Um, site link is you are sending them to a link on your site. Maybe it's you know the reviews page, and you write something. You you have like a you have again like a little headline that shows up underneath, and then you can write a description about the headline. Um, let me let me jump in here. Okay. So. In layman's terms, so the three headlines that are 30 characters each, these are at the top and these should be the most prominent callouts. The description is where you can add more detailed information because you get 90 characters. A site link allows for you to link to a page within your website. So, um, you know, this is uh, when you want to talk about um, the, let's say I'm running an ad for the media captain and I want people to learn about our team, about the awards that we've won, um, if they want to contact us, that is a really good place to send people into other pages on your site. And when you're looking at the Google Ads, if you get that first placement or sometimes second, these site link extensions show up under your, your main ad and give you just a lot more space. So they look really nice. They give you a, a lot of space to work with. So you want to make sure that you're utilizing these. Um, I'm pretty sure that Google, if you don't put site link extensions, they and you have that first spot, they'll actually just pull whatever they want into that into those spots. So you want to make sure that you're setting up those site link extensions how you want them. Yeah, and then call out extension, because a lot of people get confused between site link and call out. Call out is something where like you wouldn't be able to take somebody to an internal page. So the media captain, we have a BBB A plus rating, um, 10 plus years in business, like just quick little call outs about your business. Uh, that really doesn't warrant enough information for its own page. Um, that's uh, a call out. Um, a location extension is if you have a physical address. So for the media captain, um, we're based in Columbus. A lot of our ads are served to Columbus. So the location extension is really important. For Durham Warehouse, we're serving the ads nationally. The location extension is irrelevant. Yeah, we don't, we don't use that. We, we don't use it. Um, the other interesting one is the call extension. So for Durham Warehouse, we don't use the call extension anymore, do we? No, we do. We, we do. still have the call extension and um, basically it puts your phone number in the ad so people can call you and you can track it and you can see how many people are, are calling you. We use CallRail to track those phone calls. Um, so that's a really good one and we get tons and tons of phone calls from our ads. And so you gotta think about your business because for Durham Warehouse it makes sense because people are searching for the specific brand, Glytone Mild Gel Cleanser, uh, and they know already what they're searching for. But we just started a PPC campaign for a manufacturing company and there's no way that somebody would ever call them before clicking on the ad and learning more about uh, the, the dif different products that they're selling. Um, and it's really unique what they sell. They sell like these customized chopsticks and these uh, uh, just different food utensils. Um, so yeah, everything good, Kevin? Yeah. All right, all right. So uh, yeah, so that's where like you have to determine whether or not do you want to pay money for somebody to call before actually going to your to go to your site. Um, they've also rolled out deal extensions. I've, I've you know we've been seeing those more frequently. So you could uh, be listing out promotions. So there's like you don't think there's a lot when you just see an ad, but my gosh, on the back end, there's, there's a lot just, that you can do. So there's much. also um, price extensions. So for Durham Warehouse, if we're selling products, we can list out product prices in there, which is great because. Let's say we have a really expensive product and we have an ad going to that page. People can see the price. So if they're expecting to spend $20 and this product is $200, it will probably deter them from clicking on it. Uh, and there's also structured snippet extensions. There's there's a tough, lot. There's a, a lot of them. Say. It is tough to say.
And so the other thing that frustrates me is, and maybe I'm a little biased, but when we're talking to clients, and let's say somebody calls in for SEO and they say, you know, I, I tell them that I think PPC will be a good complement to their digital strategy. Um, and they come back and they say, PPC didn't work for us. If you're not like if you're not certified in AdWords and you're not an expert and you've just set it up, or even if you use another agency and they set it up in a shitty way, um, I mean, that doesn't mean that PPC doesn't work. So there's so much to it. And so there's so many different things that you can try and so many different ways that you can set up ads. Yeah, and I mean, for Durham Warehouse, like literally, the media captain's grown more through SEO, Durham Warehouse has grown more through PPC. Like we acquire hundreds of customers per week. Um, per day. Per day through paid ads. Um, and so it's just it's just very important. And I think before we go into the next one on understanding keyword relevance and I'll let Steph hit on this a little bit more, but talk about <laughs> the value of acquiring a customer and how a lot of people just look at like, um, you know, PP, like the, just, just the value of acquiring a customer. And I know we're going off topic yeah, a little so, bit of, so of this, advertising. I, I don't want to get too much into this right now because this is a whole topic in and of itself. I'm not sure if we've talked about this before. Um, I think I think we have a whole podcast on it. I'm pretty sure that we do. Um, when you get 41 episodes, like it's you hard start, to remember. Yeah, it's tough. Um, but you know, everyone that clicks on your ad, that's a potential new customer. So when you're when you're looking in your Google Ads account, you can see you know how much you're spending on each campaign, how much you're spending on each ad, and then you see your conversion conversion value and. It's different for service-based businesses, but for e-commerce, it's you know it's really easy to see. This is how much we're spending, and this is how much revenue we're doing based on these ads. But that's not the only piece to the puzzle. And for any businesses who are only looking at that, you know, they're saying, okay, we need a four-to-one return on ad spend. That's you know the minimum we could do. There's just so much more that goes into it. You have to think about, okay. That's just for, you know, that's your return on ad spend for that initial purchase. But are you getting a lot of repeat customers? Are people coming back and shopping with you again? Because then that really changes what that number is. So you really have to think about that when you're looking at your return on ad spend. But you would not get any customers or very few customers yeah. if you had a terrible advertisement. Yes. So it all starts there. But the coolest thing for Durham Warehouse is like when you think of somebody goes to Google and they see a compelling ad and they click on it and they then become a customer. And we've had customers that we've had for five years now. They wish Stephanie a happy birthday, you know, and it all came, and it all came from a pay-per-click ad. So just, you know, to, to be thinking about the context. Yep. Um, the next thing is understanding your keyword relevance. Um, you bid on keywords. And this is when I said at the beginning of the episode that like if you just had a journalism major writing your ad copy, it's not going to be great. You need to have keyword relevancy. Um, and if you have good keyword relevancy, it's going to improve your quality score. And when you have a good quality score, it actually drives down your cost per click. So mm -hmm. go into that stuff. So when you're creating your ads and when you're choosing your, your search terms for the ads, you want to make sure that the search terms are matching up with what you have in your ad copy. The keywords are matching up. The, so I'm sorry, the, the, the keywords are and, matching up. And real quick, keywords trigger advertisement. So in Cer order Search terms are what your potential customers are actually searching for on Google in order to see your ads. Yeah, but the keywords are what 
trigger the advertisement. So um, if you're ever curious, well, how, Jason, Steph, I'm just starting out with, with AdWords. How do I get my ad to populate? You have to first bid on keywords and then you create ad copy, but without a keyword, you have nothing. So. Yeah, and the keyword list is really important, but you wanna make sure that the, the keywords you're selecting are relevant to the ads that you're creating. And if you start getting all of these keywords that you don't think make sense with the ad you created, that's when it's time to create another ad group within that campaign or another campaign altogether and have another ad that is specifically related to those keywords that you're choosing. So you wanna make sure, again, that your, um, your relevance is high. That way you can drive down the cost per click on those, on those keywords. So I'm just gonna give you an example. Um, you know, if I am bidding on, let's see here, I wouldn't want headline one to be Columbus Web Design for, I wouldn't want headline one, let's actually use an example for um, for uh, Durham Warehouse. So if, if you flip to page two, I actually put a screenshot of one of our ads in there for your reference. Oh yeah, so <laughs> there we go. So shop, shop Senti Skincare. Um, so we would want to be bidding on keywords related to Senti. We would not want to be bidding on other keywords and that's where overall structure comes into play for the media captain if i had an ad for columbus um, web design company uh, i would want headline one to reference web design company and i would want to bid on those keywords so the mistake that a lot of people do is they bid on so many keywords that the keyword that ends up triggering does not match what's in headline one and you want that to be a match which which means you have to really organize your, your AdWords account well. Does that make, I explain that well, Steph? I think so, it makes sense to me. Yeah, and so I guess when you have good keywords that align with good ad copy, you will improve relevance score that will ultimately drop your cost per click. So how cool is that? That if you create good ad copy, the you're better, saving yourself money. The better your ad copy is, the less money you're spending. But it's, it's your ad copy, you know, coupled with your, your keyword keywords. selection. So don't think that you have to get, you know, hundreds of keywords in there. You want to make them specific to what your ad is about. And if you're, you know, you can split those up into different groups. You can have different ads with different keywords, but make sure you have that relevance. For sure. And so the next thing is, Stephanie mentioned this at the beginning, like you need to know a lot. The more you know about your business, the better. And uh, your customers and what your customers are looking for. And you want to avoid fluff. I think one of the biggest mistakes from an advertising copy perspective is there's just like a lot of fluff involved and you want to be straight to the point and we're going to go through um you we're going to go through a couple of examples on that jason hates fluff anytime you see that he reads something he'll just be like there's too much fluff here yeah he I, hates try, it. I, I try i try to eliminate it yeah he um, does i'm a fan of fluff and utter yeah <laughs> haven't had that in a long time yeah um all right so an example is columbus plumbing company so in headline one I would want Columbus Plumbing Company because that is going to align with the keyword that I'm bidding on. For headline two, 20% uh, off first time customers, hard hitting, you're giving a promotion, you're enticing people to go with your plumbing company. Uh, a lot of times when somebody have, have when someone has a plumbing issue, it's an emergency. Headline three, we're open 24 hours for emergencies. Um, you know, and then just so, and I'll go through more ad copy, fast service, 24 seven emergency plumbing, background checked technicians, 100% client satisfaction. Um, 
in 100% client satisfaction is probably a little, a little, fluff, a little bit of fluff, fluff alert. but everything else in there, um, headline one, Columbus Plumbing Company aligns with the keyword 20% off, open 24 hours, um, you know, uh, background check technicians, people care about who's coming inside of their home, all of that hard hitting, good ad copy. Uh, Seth, you can go into the one for, for Durham Warehouse. Okay, so that was one example. Here's the example for Durham Warehouse. We're talking about Sente Skincare, so it's going to all be keywords related to this specific brand that we saw on our site. So the first headline, Shop Sente Skincare. It's, it's really to the point. There's nothing fancy there, but that's what people want to do. They want to buy products, so they need to know that when they come to our site, they can shop. And it aligns with the keyword that we're bidding And on. it aligns with the keyword. Uh, headline two, authorized seller of Sente. This is a, a, one of the top questions that people ask us when, when they come to our site. They want to know if we're an authorized reseller. They want to make sure that they're getting authentic products, products that aren't expired or fake. We are an authorized reseller of everything that we sell. So we want to put that you know right in the top of the ad in headline two. Then headline three, we have free shipping and samples. This is something else that people are really attracted to. You know, Last thing people want when they get to a site is to go to check out and all of a sudden there's a huge shipping fee tacked onto their order. So we wanna let people know right off the bat that we have free shipping and we give samples with all of our orders. Um, <clears throat> and then in the, the descriptions, we mentioned again that we're an authorized seller of Senti. This is such a, a frequently asked question that we wanna make sure that we're really hitting hard on this. So authorized seller of Senti Skincare, shop entire selection now at DermWarehouse.com. We sell every single one of their products, so we want people to know that we don't just have one or two. Um, and then our second description is more about our company, dermatologist-owned site, 1,500-plus positive reviews, and advice from skin, skin specialist on site. Again, all things that people are really interested in and people want to know about regarding our site in general. And wow, when you really like say it out loud, it's amazing how much information, like when yeah. you're typing it or when you look at an ad, you're like, oh, that's not a lot, but there's really so much to it. And that doesn't even include, uh, you know, the site links or anything along those lines. Um, we'll give another example and going just, you know, we know that our listeners, some are e-commerce, some are uh, B2B. Um, so for the media captain, uh, Columbus SEO company headline one, that would be the um, keyword that we'd be bidding on. And by the way, like it is fine if one of the keywords was like Columbus SEO agency, um, you could split it out. So you have different literally where it's matching like identically, but uh, pretty close relevancy there. Headline two, free 30 minute consult. Um, so that's huge. People want to know about um, their SEO issues. So to know that they can call in and speak with an expert. Um, you know, headline three will pinpoint core issues, kind of just um, alluding to the prior point. Uh, in business for 10 plus years, voted top 1% agency in the US. When it comes to marketing agencies, we know a lot of times there's um, just non-established companies that people don't have trust in. So the fact that we've been around for 10 years is important. And then we'll create a customized strategy and track keyword rankings versus competitors. People love knowing where they stack up versus our competitors. I love that. And people love knowing that we are going to customize the strategy for their business. <laughs> so getting that all into the ad copy drives relevant clicks, quality, traffic. Whew, well, deep, that was a lot. Deep, deep breath there. Um, we're not going to go too much into Facebook and Instagram because, uh, you know, Stephanie hates it. No, I'm joking, but she... I started putting together this uh, this outline yesterday, and in the Facebook section, I just wrote Jason to write because Stephanie hates Facebook. Yeah. Well, all of her revenue comes from 
Google and Bing, and that's why why she likes that. Jason um, deleted that from the outline. I did. So so Google is keyword driven, and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, what's unique about that is it combines two different forms of creative. So you have uh, the messaging and the content, and the content in many instances on Facebook and Instagram is more important than the ad copy. Um, but there needs to be like that connection between the two. So Google is just like all keyword driven. So it's all about the copy. Facebook, Instagram, it combines two different components. Uh, an example that I'll give is... Um, and when Jason says content, he means like the photo or video that you're using along with your ad. For, for sure. So yeah, sorry about that. So um, an example of like a really effective advertisement we ran was for the media captain. Stephanie and I in our inventory room at the Durham Warehouse office, filmed a video so you could see all the products in the background. Love that video. And we filmed a video talking about how we've grown our business in many other e-commerce companies over, you know, from zero to over a uh, million dollars in sales on the e-com side of things. Um, we talked about us being a brother and sister and like it was just a solid video and we had solid ad copy that corresponded to it. Um, it did really well. We got a lot of leads. We still run that ad and now we change it up every now and then. Um, but that's just an example of where, you know, you just need more than the copy on, on Facebook and Instagram. It's, it's visual. Um, so it's a lot different in the way that you write it. You don't have to like match keywords and there's, um, that's where someone with a journalism background can probably thrive more just like natively without having much training versus, um, you know, on, on the PPC side, there's just more strategy and technique based off of the structure of Google ads. And I think we can probably do a longer podcast at some point more about Facebook and Instagram and just social in general. Will I be doing that by myself? Or? <laughs> I'll sit here and okay. smile next to you. I don't know if you'll, I don't know if you'll be smiling. <laughs> I won't be smiling. That's true. All right. Well, um, that's it for episode. Four. Well, hold on. So Whoa. just... You didn't flip to page three. I didn't know there was um, a page Oh, three. yeah, there is. Okay. So just some other tips, some things to be thinking about with your ads, whether it's Facebook or Facebook and Instagram or um, Google and Bing. Uh, Make sure you're A-B testing. So you can create different variations of your ads and see which ones work better. It's just a matter of switching things around or writing completely different content, whatever you want to do. Uh, but make sure you're doing tests to see what works best. Um, always try to improve your ads. You know That's what that A-B testing is going to do. So always make sure you're making changes to, to make improvements. And when you're looking at like, well, how do you test A versus B? When you have different headlines, when you have different descriptions, um, you'll start to be able to see metrics. A huge one is click-through rate. Um, what ad are people click, clicking through at a higher percentage? Uh, that's a good indicator of how an ad performs and also conversion rate, which ad is driving more conversions. Uh, typically there's a correlation. The one that has the higher click-through rate will drive uh, more conversions at a lower cost per acquisition. And then when you start to see a winner, what you do is you pause the loser and you try and create another ad that will outperform your, your winner. So it's always, it's constantly testing. And then what you know, once you're testing and finding things that work, remember what works and use those. Use those in other ads, use them, use that ad copy in other places, like on your website and marketing collateral and things like that. So, you know, all of this work is not just for your ads, you can use it also in other places. So there we go. And get. now we're done. Now we're done. Episode forty one in the books. Have a great one, ladies and gentlemen. Bye.